Hello and welcome to the e-commerce playbook podcast. My name is Andrew Ferris and I have the great pleasure of running 4x400, which uh, is a company that acquires, operates and grows e-commerce brands. So um, this week uh, I'm taking a little bit of a break from our story around 30 on 31 bits that we've been tracking. We're pushed back about one week on our launch on all the stuff I've been talking about for a bunch of weeks. So I'm gonna leave that aside while we kind of wait for some data to come in. And this week instead, what I wanna do is take you into the middle of the biggest argument, not really argument, sometimes argument, the biggest conversation that we're having at 4x400 one right now around the strategy of our ad spend specifically with Bamboo Earth. Basically, it's the age old question. Should we spend into our profit more right now to acquire more customers to bank future value? Or should we take more profit now uh, and potentially sacrifice some growth and future value? That's the question. I'm going to talk you through all the numbers uh, and get pretty clear on, on what's happening in our business today. So, um, so I will tell you all about that in just a minute. All right, so I promised in the intro that there'd be some numbers this week and, and some details. So I'm going to get into those. But uh, before I do, I just want to frame up the problem for you. So uh, I've talked before about how Bamboo Earth, our skincare company, uh, has excellent um, has excellent customer LTV. There's a lot to be done for us to make this better, but the very short version of it is that we we on average get about 30% increase in value over 60 days after the first purchase. So uh, if the AOV was 100 bucks, we'd receive an extra 30. It's a little lower than that, but we'd re- we'd we'd um, get another 30 dollars from customers within 60 days. And of course, 60 days, while it's a helpful way to think about cash flow in a business, we talk about it in the CTC world, the agency world, that's uh, our, our sister company, um, really parent company, uh, that uh, we talk about the idea of a cash multiplier, the idea that there's money coming after you've spent on customer acquisition. Within 60 days, you can think of that as a, as a sort of a revenue um, target against which to build a lot of your targeting. So basically, uh, with after acquiring customer, we get 30% more value, okay? So so that's the kind of baseline thing we're working with. Over the longer period of time, it comes up more, and in my mind, as I am sorting through all of this, one little thing I wanna make sure, as just for context here, is that it's it's not lost on me that we're a few months from holiday, okay? So just think about that with me. I'm actually not gonna say too much more about that, but just, just as far as realization of future value goes, just we're not that far away from holiday. I'm, I'm well aware of it. However you think about that in terms of uh, the value of holiday for retention or just awareness building now that you capitalize on a holiday when you're gonna have offers, those sorts of things, um, that all matters. So so that's all, that's all kind of in the conversation. So what's been happening recently is that we had um, a big, uh, increase in ad spend in the beginning of the year. Um, Bamboo Earth again did about $100,000 in 2018 before we got it. Last year it did about seven fifty. We really started pushing towards the back end of the year. You've heard me tell this story if you're if you're uh, not new to the show. Um, and uh, and this year we're on pace to do between five and six million somewhere like that. So the growth's been really good. And uh, and in February we did a couple hundred thousand in revenue against. Uh, roughly $100,000 in spend. I don't actually remember the exact numbers. It doesn't really matter that much. The point is, in February, we were we were still seeing good growth, but um, we're spending really aggressively. $100,000 in spend. That that number was be, you know about 50% of our revenue going into spend. We we use this metric MER, marketing efficiency ratio. 
which is basically revenue divided by spend. So some people will say blended blended ROAS or something like that. But this is a, a essentially we're existing at a two to one MER. Okay, so so that's what was happening in February. Well, uh, then a couple things happened. You might remember that in March the world changed quite a bit, and so even as we were growing a lot, uh, we also had to slow down our supply chain some a little bit, and we were getting huge and sort of one-time only returns uh, for for our Facebook spend, okay? So there's just, like, we just can't reasonably expect that we were gonna get the kinds of returns we got in March and April all the time. But what that did is it, it pushed us towards more like four to one MERs without really being able to spend at the maximum amount we would like at a $350,000 or so revenue number once you got sort of into April and May. And part of the thing that happened in May is that uh, we started also, um, as we had to really slow down our spend, another part of this is that as we grew, because we own our manufacturing and fulfillment, we actually outgrew our old facility. So we had to, we were sort of capped on how much volume we could produce in that facility, and we were in the midst of moving and getting a new facility. So it was this big challenge where we sort of had to external forces forced us to slow our ad spend down. And in a lot of ways, it's really great because what we were able to do there is see that the future value we were banking in all of our LTV calculations, we use a tool that's a, a custom tool um, in CTC, Common Thread Collective, the agency we're partnered with, that shows you um, our LTV, our basically our customer retention, by all kinds of things. You can sort it by um, monthly cohorts, you can sort it by what product somebody purchased first, which is something we pay a lot of attention to. You can sort it by UTM source off first purchase. So you can look at the first purchase and then use that as a way to build cohorts for your LTV projections. So this is not a bunch of people throwing a hope for LTV number out a wall and going like, hey, maybe we'll get a bunch of future value. Like we've done the work to figure out that LTV is there. And when I say we, I should say Coleman Verhein, the brand general manager for for Bamboo Earth has done the work and I've just talked to them about it along the way, but uh, the guy has been a beast on this problem. He's really, really dedicated himself to understanding this well. And let me say right now that if you are in the predicament that I am in, where we are trying to sort out this question of spend versus return, and this is a lot of lead up, but I'm getting there, I promise. Um, <laughs> sort through this challenge with me, okay? Um, if you're in that boat, the first thing you have to do is understand as clearly as possible what your actual LTV is. And you need to understand it in as much detail as possible. So our projections are based off of our LTV calculations. Um, if you're not doing that work, you should not be spending with hoped for LTV in the future. That's called hope and it's not a strategy, okay? It's just not, um, it's, it's just hope. Um, so Coleman has done the work, okay? So we're there and we saw that in May, we saw this, you know, big growth and also we pull our spend back um, or we capped our spend a little bit and, and we will do that. Well, of course, part of then what happened from there, right, is that after we had slowed our spend back down, well, the revenue had to catch back up. And so, um, so let me tell you what's happened since May, okay? Since May, in June, Bamboo Earth did $415,000 in top line revenue at $165,000 in ad spend. That's a 2.5 MER. So 40% of our dollars went to ads, okay? In July, we went to 442 in revenue. So a, a, a not insignificant increase month over month, but we spent $222,000 to do it, okay? And then in August, uh, our current pace is to do about 500 grand in revenue, 496, okay? 497, at $271,000 in spend. 
That's with a 1.8 MER. So thinner and thinner margins, more and more spend. Now that should send red flags. <laughs> like you should have sirens going off in your head. If you, if you don't, like you're just not thinking about this right. And because because something is disconcerting when you're when even if you're growing your revenue, if your spend is going up so much with it. But there is a major uh, factor here that I am not telling you about. Okay, um, and that factor is that our ad spend uh, on Facebook in particular has actually been. We've grown it so much over that time because the numbers that we have calculated dictate that we probably should. Um, and here's what I mean by that. We target essentially something like uh, a 1.2 ROAS on one day windows to know if our spend is going well. That's actually an all-in ROAS, not just a click-based, click-attributed ROAS. If those terms don't mean anything to you, um, then uh, then... Um, ask around somewhere about the difference between click and default attribution on Facebook. But basically, it's it's a we think it's a pretty safe bet because Bamboo Earth does not have a very complicated media mix. Okay, so uh, like I said, 1.2 is what we target. Now, actually, because we've done the LTV work, we actually don't target 1 1.2 across the entire account. What we target on a one day window is. Um, a, is is varies depending on the product that we're driving people to. Okay, and a couple of other factors as well. So we now have a lot of different funnels that are going. People, some stuff's focused on getting people to buy one product. Some, some stuff's focused on kits and all these things. And our targets for each of those different different little funnels, um, focusing on different products. Each our target based is based. Uh, on how, what the LTV is off of that particular kind of product. For example, we know that people who buy kits are more likely to be worth more money to us over the long term than somebody who buys one bottle of moisturizer, okay? So uh, the difference is not wild. Of course, if we can get subscribers, that changes the game quite a bit. There's all kinds of things. We also just want our customers to have the best experience, so we try to drive people towards custom kits. We think that is the best experience for them. It's gonna help their problem the most. Um, so for, for all those reasons, we build these different ROAS targets, but just for all in, take it 1.2. I wanna just say that point though, because I want you to hear me again say, we have done the work on this LTV thing, okay? This is not a sloppily gathered number. So I'm going to tell you now, our Facebook spend specifically over that time, the spend numbers I gave you before were our total spend. We've added, added a little bit of Google to that. We're trying to explore additional channels, get outside of Facebook only. We're kind of at that point now. Um, and uh, and so, so in June, we spent $5,300 a day at a 1.24 on, one, on a one-day window, okay? 1.24. In July, we spent $6,800 a day. That's a near 30% increase in spend at a 1.14, which is a 9% decrease in efficiency. Now, uh, so 30% increase, only a 9% decrease. Now, if you know anything about Facebook ads and customer acquisition in general, you know that CAC and volume have an inverse relationship, right? The more Actually, they have a, a connected relationship, but you, you get the idea of what I'm saying. Essentially, your spend gets less efficient the more you spend. It the more people you're going to reach, it, the more likely it is that your ROAS is going to go down. Okay, Those two things move in opposite directions. ROAS goes down, revenue um, as as spend goes up. Okay, So to, to only see our ROAS go down about 9%, while 
Our spend went up 28%, felt like a huge win for my ad buying team, and they should get credit. These people worked very hard to do to uh, create great creative, uh, to dial in landing pages, like all the stuff that you've heard me talk about. They're doing that all the time, week in and week out. They're building and building and building. Okay, so done that. The other factor there is that uh, that it was in the beginning of the month that Facebook began their CCPA compliance issues, uh, which. Um, basically eliminated our California ad spend and sort of um, depressed our total spend until we could solve that issue because we got caught a little off guard there, like many people did, uh, and we had big problems. So so if the, you look at just the back half of the month, our, our performance actually increased even more. And we so essentially it was an external factor that depressed our ad spend, um, maybe something that you wouldn't expect to be repeating in some ways, okay? All right, so there's that. Now, August. Uh, which is just to say, our July spend probably was about as efficient in actual performance and sort of the levers we can control um, as our June spend. Okay, August, we're spending $8,500 per day. That's a 61% increase in spend since June in, in, uh, in a month and a half, okay? 61% increase in spend at a 1.15 on a one-day click basis. So we're actually slightly, slightly, slightly... Um, more efficient than we were in July, despite that we're spending uh, now, we are spending, sorry, quick math, about 25% more than we were in July. We're actually slightly more efficient. I said it was 1.14 in July, 1.15 one day ROAS in August, okay? Uh, And that's an 8% uh, decrease in ROAS since June. The point being, if you didn't follow all that, don't worry about it, the point being, we are increasing our spend significantly up, you know, 60, 61% in a month and a half is no joke. I mean, my ad buying team should go take a bow. I, I've told them this, like they're just, they're just killing it. Okay. Um, so 61% increase in spend over a month and a half, less than that, 40 days, whatever. Um, with basically the same efficiency. Now what that does, because those one day ROAS targets are built with our 60 day plus revenue targets in mind, what that means is that the revenue that we are projecting in the future off of those targets has not been realized yet. It hasn't, but we've done the work. So right now we are on the thinnest margin that we have been on over the course of that entire time, okay? There's just less dollars at the end of the day, both as a percentage and even as a raw number in August at this current pace than there would be in June like a third, a third of the total dollars are available to us. So the, so that creates a cash concern. And actually my current projections show me as getting pretty low in cash, like a little over a hundred grand as we kind of ramp for holiday, which means fronting a bunch of inventory buying. It means just a, a million things, right? That you're, we're doing to try to like really ramp up before that. So the cash is getting a little tight across the entire company and the margin, I mean, nobody likes seeing like, you know, <laughs> 55 plus percent of your dollars being spent, 60% of our dollars being spent on digital ads, it doesn't it doesn't feel great. Like I, you know, it, some of those, those red flags I was talking about earlier are challenging. And so we have been having this debate. Should we keep spending or should we take more profit now? And um, I'm gonna be honest with you, we haven't resolved it yet. We've been deb- deb- going through this a lot of different ways. And what I basically want to say here is that, uh, first of all, you should have the debate. The math, I think, works pretty well. At some point, 
we will not be able to keep increasing our spend and maintain our efficiency. And here's what here's one of my like bedrock principles in this that um, that I will not bend on. What we won't do is decrease our ROAS target and increase our LTV window. This this is the classic fatal mistake that people do that people make with this kind of thing, right? They, what they do is they start saying like, oh my gosh, they get addicted to Facebook spend or to a certain level of volume or they don't want to, uh, you know, all, for all kinds of reasons, right? And so they say like, oh, let's take that 1.2 target on a one day and actually turn it into a one target and say we're okay, okay? Um, and because what we can do is realize we don't need the cash in 60 days, we can we can uh, build it off of a 90 day target. And so they'll start playing that game. Decrease your ROAS target, increase your LTV window. Now, if you have, I mean, I guess there are businesses where that's probably a rational decision, but for most e-commerce businesses, it is not. It is not a good idea, okay? Um, so we're not going to do that, but that's actually not what we're talking about so far. Like right now, we're sort of, our current spend and revenue returns are within the range of sort of randomness and variability in the outcomes, right? Like you're talking about a 7 or 8% difference in ROAS target, um, in ROAS month over month here in a fairly short window. Like we're making adjustments, you're testing things, that's all pretty reasonable, it's part of the game. Your ROAS is going to adjust variably. But we're gonna ultimately try to end up around that 1.2 window. So that's one thing I will not do. I will not lower my ROAS target and increase my LTV target, okay? Um, another thing that we're considering is, what is the best, most sellable business in this? On the one hand, it's tempting to look at a business with good recurring revenue and say like, could we get a multiplier on our revenue? and not on our EBITDA, on our profit. Um, is there something like that? So one, another thing we did, just like to shoot really straight with you, is we got on a call with somebody who we think um, might be a help to us in the future in selling this business, and we talked to them and just got their input and said, how would you build the business? What, what are the elements that are gonna help us with our multiplier the most, that are gonna help us max the value? Let's talk about it now before we ever go to sell it uh, so that we can actually build for the most sellable business. Having that target in mind instead of my made up target really helps. Um, another thing I'm doing is, and this is, this is probably the place where I'm gonna leave this episode, um, is this. Um, I am strongly considering the opportunity cost of the cash that I put into customer acquisition. And, and like I said, um, so opportunity cost is a, is a often misunderstood concept, but the idea is very simple of opportunity costs. It's that for um, for anything, let's let's take opportunity costs as it applies to time. If I spend the 15 minutes or so I've been talking on this episode, not only does it cost me the 15 minutes to record this episode, but it also means I can't use those 15 minutes for something else. I can't go build email flows. I can't go spend time with my son. I can't go do whatever. Right. Um, so the opportunity cost on my time is all of those things that I that I can't do. The same is true with money. And um, I heard somebody on actually the podcast Planet Money um, talk about this recently. I thought it was so helpful. They said, the true cost of anything is what you would do with the money if you, uh, if you weren't spending it on that thing. The true financial cost of anything is what you would do with the money if you didn't have it, right? So the true cost of, of it is essentially what you're giving up to use your money on that because you are giving up something. You're making a choice. That's the true cost of any object. It's the cash plus what you would spend somewhere else. So the question for me is, if I did not put that cash into customer acquisition, if instead I pocketed it for now, had a little more profit, and then could think about redeploying the cash towards something else, what would I spend it on? And I'm trying to play that game as much as possible. And I'm gonna work that game through with Coleman. We're gonna make the decision together um, because I think that's a really crucial question. 
Should we be spending it on that? Or maybe we should be spending it on front-loading Google costs uh, or Google ad costs, right? So that we could spend the money we need to to go explore where no, we're not gonna hit right away. So um, maybe maybe like diversifying our traffic channels would be better. Maybe it's spending on great contractors to go build out other sides of our business. Like there's like a million things you could think of for redeploying that cost. Is the best use of those dollars right now to redeploy it towards something else or to keep spending that on customer acquisition. If I redeploy towards something else, of course, I lower my spend a little bit in all likelihood and I take a higher ROAS um, on the lower spend and we go from there. So um, so that's the way that I'm thinking about it. There's so much more I could say about this. Taylor Holiday and I, um, <laughs> CEO of Comfort Collective, you probably know Taylor if you know me. Um, t- Taylor and I, argued about this for half an hour the other night, like 9.30 at night, just on the phone. We were slacking about it furiously, and then we started talking. One of my favorite things in the world to do is to argue with Taylor. So uh, maybe at some point I will have him on, and we will just like rehash the argument. We actually talked about, we, we said we should have recorded that. It was a good conversation. Really, it was clarifying for me. Um, and uh, and we just argued about it and talked about it, uh, and it was good. You, you, it's really helpful to have people in your life who you feel comfortable arguing with um, and who, who you know are on your team in the argument. So, all right, that's it for this week. That's where we're at. I will tell you how it resolves because I'm doing this in real time I don't know how it's going to resolve right now you'll have to wait and see so stay tuned and stay with me on the journey from there thanks very much all right that's it for this week as always I really appreciate you joining me really appreciate your time and would love it if you would rate and review Um, again just people have continued to be kind about that sort of thing Uh, I also have had some people continue to reach out on occasion about um, some of the Facebook stuff in particular. And I just want to pump admission again, where uh, you go check that out. That's the CTC educational product. If you're familiar with us and kind of the way we approach ad buying. Um, yeah, just uh, just go check that out. Youradmission.co. Um, that will be the best place for you to go learn all of the fundamentals of Facebook ad buying and, and really get into e-commerce in general. It's, it's really unlike anything else I know of. It's not a course. It is an educational community. It's moderated. There's help from the best and smartest people at CTC chiming in there. They do not just kind of leave that there and let you talk. It's like really, really good. And it's um, and if you're trying to get going on this, I just can't recommend it anymore. So uh, check that out. If you are tracking this stuff and you're wanting to learn more, that's the place that I would go. Uh, So thank you so much again for your time and we will see you next week.